Hello and welcome to the Market Monthly Podcast. This is the February Monthly Market, where we'll look back at at February, some of the highlights of the month, and uh, preview some of the the uh, insights I might uh, have for the month ahead here, kicking off March tomorrow. Uh, happy Leap Day. It is the 29th of February, so I hope you've all enjoyed your extra day in 2024. So again, for those of you who have not tuned in before, uh, and for those of you who have, I I thank you again. But uh, if you're new, again, my name is John Gardner. I'm the founder of Blackhawk Wealth Advisors here in Danville, California. I'm a certified financial planner and a certified portfolio manager in my 40th year in the business. Started this a long time ago in October, really, of 1984. So, it has been a while. At any rate, still doing it, still love it, and I'm happy to share some thoughts with you. So, my market monthly podcast, as I've always said, is is essentially uh, about highlights and insights. Highlights of the month just passed, so we'll review February. And insights uh, I might have for the month ahead. We'll look ahead to March. Now, in previewing the month ahead, uh, as I've always said, I I focus primarily uh, on or gain perspective with respect to current financial market and economic trends. I place a lot of emphasis on relevant developments in areas ranging from Fed policy and company earnings to changing investor sentiment. Those things are all changing all the time. There's been a lot of talk about the Fed cutting rates as, as, as soon as March this coming month, starting tomorrow, but uh, at this point, that's very unlikely. So, all right, having said that, let's get started. Let's look back at, at what happened in, in February. We've got 29 days <laughs> to look at. Uh, that's a little unique. So, all right. Well, I mentioned in closing my January market monthly podcast that historically February has been one of the worst months for the market uh, since 1990. Uh, the S&P 500 has averaged only a 0.04% gain, almost nothing. So basically flat but not this year. February was a very strong month for the U.S. stock market. The NASDAQ was up a little more than 6%. The S&P slightly more than 5%. The Dow a little more than 2%. And February's gains uh, look even better when you factor in that uh, those February added to January's gains. And, of course, January followed up on uh, a very impressive bull market in 2023. So, in addition, uh, this year's uh, uh, market has gotten off to one of the best starts since 2019. Uh, the, the NASDAQ is up 
uh, over 7%, the S&P over almost 7%, Dow Jones up 35 So those first two months of this new year are the best to uh, uh, the start of a new year since 2019. Uh, the S&P uh, for itself up four months in a row, November through February. And since 1930, this is an interesting statistic, since 1930, that's only happened 16 times where the S&P was up four months, well, in a row, given the specific November through February. And in each of those 16 times, the S&P was up 18% for the year. So we have that to look forward to, hopefully, in 2024. So, all right, well, looking back at February, and then we'll look ahead uh, to March, on top of those interesting statistics about February and and the first two months and the last four months, uh, February, well, I'll, I'll give this away early. There's two amazing highlights truly amazing that occurred in the stock market in February. So I'll get, uh, I'll get to those soon. Uh, but looking at the month just past, uh, February opened very, very strongly, uh, considering how harshly uh, it closed in January. Okay, so uh, after the, well, I should say on the last day of January, the 31st, the S&P was down uh, slightly more than 1.5% on heavy volume. Well, come February 1st and 2nd, those two days combined, the S&P rallied at nearly 3% on even higher volume. So that's how the month kicked off. By the, well, here's the first uh, amazing feat that, uh, or highlight of, of February. Uh, it occurred on the 8th. It was the... Uh, the first time the S&P 500 uh, ever got to 5,000. So that occurred on the 8th of February. Uh, new all-time high, new milestone, another 1,000 mark. Uh, the, the S&P 5,000 party hats were actually out on the 7th, but they couldn't distribute them because the S&P closed just missing 5,000 by closing at 4,999.89. So it's, got to, it's all based on closing values. So it didn't quite do it on the 7th, but did on the 8th. Well, the 9th of the month, that momentum uh, that carried the S&P through 5,000 continued. Uh, it, it closed again up uh, that day and closing it at 5,030. By the 13th of the month, the market uh, weakened on on a on the first of the month's uh, inflation report was greater than expected. Uh, inflation had been cooling off, but the PPI, I'm sorry, the CPI, the Consumer Price Index, came in on the 13th, higher than expected again, and that knocked the market down quite a bit. Uh, the Dow fell 500 points. That was the worst one day drop in the Dow, measured by points, uh, in 12 months. The NASDAQ was down about 2%. S&P fell. Uh, it, went, it rolled back to about 49.50. Uh, 
then amount of declining stocks relative to gaining stocks uh, was 11 to 1. So a, a very harsh, high volume, clearly a, a, a down day, quite bearish really. Uh, and it may have been just the markets using the inflation data as an excuse to sell. But for whatever reason, and it was inflation, at least that's the headline uh, number there, uh, did cause the market to roll over. Again, that was the 13th, but between the 14th and 15th, the market was up two strong days in a row, regained all the previous losses, and back to new highs across the board. Uh, volatility came into the market a lot during the Friday the 16th to Friday the 22nd. We saw rising interest rates, earnings reports scared the market quite a bit. Inflation data, more inflation data came in, uh, a release of the last Fed meeting minutes were released. And again, volatility spiked quite a bit in that week between the 16th and 22nd. Uh, speaking of interest rates, the yield on the key U.S. Treasury 10-year note rose to about 4.35%, over 4.3%. It's highest rate since late November. Uh, year to date through the uh, I guess it was the 20th of, the, of February. Uh, the 10-year rate had jumped nearly half a percent from 3.86 at the start of the year. So and if you think about that uh, jump, 50 basis points on 3.86, that's a big move. It's nearly a 13% jump in that interest rate benchmark. So that's the way, that's what I call proper perspective in terms of that, that delta there. So interest rates were or have been going up quite a bit. As I mentioned, earnings was another big contributor to the volatility in that week. For example, on the 20th of the month, there was earnings out by, by cybersecurity company Palo Alto Networks. They announced after the close on the 20th, 20th I should say, and... and and uh, the market didn't like that, uh, covered the stock down about 30%. Uh, then the next day, NVIDIA announced, everyone seems to know NVIDIA stock, one of the greatest stocks of all time, really. Uh, it announced earnings on the 21st, and they were better than expected, and the stock jumped 17% uh, the following morning after the uh, late day, uh, early evening uh, news announcement there. So earnings moved the market a lot. Uh, interest rate uh, movement moved the markets quite a bit. And so did the Fed uh, uh, minutes. There's a whole lot less expectation of, well, virtually nothing for March. And, and, and the idea of a May cut is, is diminishing. And now there's a fairly high likelihood or probability of a June rate cut, the first one uh, this year. And the notion of five, let alone six rate cuts this year is off the table, I think. It would, A, it's already, we're in March and with no rates in, well, I, should say, I should say no rate cuts in March, April, or May, uh, likely June. Uh, it would be a lot to expect the Fed to cut nearly every month the second half of the year. So, and the market seems to be okay with that. Uh, we have a, a fairly uh, balanced 
economy where, as it's been referred to lately, the and I said I mentioned this in my January podcast, but the Goldilocks scenario where the economy is not too hot, it's not too cold, it's, it's that perfect porridge, if you will. So uh, again, it's it's a great balance between economic growth and, and consumer spending and consumer sentiment and and inflation. So and the jobs market remains strong. So it there's a lot of positives in the economy and likely will avoid uh, uh, a recession of any kind. So the market likes the economy and that's why it, it, it's performing so well, even in the face of rising interest rates. All right, well, as we reached towards the end of the month, the 28th, of course yesterday, the market was kind of quiet. and I, It was quiet because it was uncertain uh, about today's news. And today the market was up as more inflation data was down. At least it wasn't, the inflation data wasn't up. Uh, this morning before the opening bell, the, uh, the Fed's released the personal consumption expenditures price index, which is their favorite barometer of inflation. The, the core uh, consumption expenditures index uh, was up in line with expectations. Wall Street was concerned it might be higher than that. So the market applauded, uh, really, uh, no surprises with, with the, on the inflation front. So now the, the current odds of uh, a, a Fed interest rate cut uh, for June are about 50% probability. So it, it may happen. All right, so that's how the, the market ended on a positive note today on Leap Day, uh, the, the, the second Highlight uh, of the uh, of the month, uh, the the first one of course being the S and P five thousand. Uh, that, that that second uh, big surprise was uh, the Nasdaq. Today the the uh, the Nasdaq uh, closed at its first record high since its November nineteenth of twenty twenty one close. Uh, here's a fun stat: uh, that span of time was. 569 trading days, which is the longest since the 3,801 trading days between March of 2000 and April of 2015. Uh, again, the, the last long, long stretch between NASDAQ market highs. Uh, if we, you recall March of 2000, that was the what's called the dot-com bomb when the, the market essentially imploded uh, after a tremendous run-up uh, in the NASDAQ especially. It collapsed, gosh, nearly, I would say over 80% uh, from the March peak of 2000 to a bottom in, in October of 2001. So anyway, we have another milestone today. All right, and <clears throat> so, pardon me, so the market closed up today. Uh, it was the Dow's Jones' uh, f first four-month winning streak since May of 21. Uh, today's volume was the heaviest day of the year so far across the board. Uh, the market was up. And a lot of that really does make sense when you consider inflation being a big driver to 
today's market behavior, uh, if that matter, going back to January, February of March of, of 2022. Uh, the, I mentioned the, the core uh, personal consumption expenditures price index, or the core PCE. Today's numbers represented the 12th consecutive month of lower than the previous month's gain or growth in inflation. So it's really trending down and has been consistently trending lower. So the market just loves that. It's, it's again, <laughs> that perfect porridge inference. But at any rate, that was February. Again, a very good month. Very surprising, particularly when you have a historical perspective going back to 1990, essentially one of the worst months of the year uh, as far as months go, but um, not, not this year. So on the march, what can we expect in, in the month ahead? Well, for starters, March has historically been a real good month for, for stocks. Uh, since 1950, the S&P has averaged a little better than 1%, 1.1% gain uh, in March, it's been up 65% of those 74 years. So obviously March has been, been good. Now, in election years like we have now, March has done less well. All right, It's, it's, it's averaged about four-tenths of a percent. Now, this is tricky because this, it's mainly due to terrible marches in both 2020 and 1980, all right? So the COVID crash hit the market in March of 2020, and that was a doozy. I mean, we, the, it was, the market in March was down, let's just say 30% for discussion's sake. Uh, and that, so that really skews the historical uh, record for March in, during election years. Well, in 1980, in March of 80, the market was down due to a surge in inflation, where inflation peaked near 15%. We're concerned now with inflation, uh, what, uh, 3% or give or take, uh, nowhere near 15% like it was in 1980, uh, coming off the horrible hyperinflation years of the 70s. So anyway, March has been historically good. For the market, well, now with, with earnings season practically over and no big news expected from the Fed on interest rates or any action they might take, the market really doesn't have many, many surprises to face in, in, in March. Uh, today, with, with Congress voting to avert a government shutdown, which was scheduled to happen on the 8th of March, that's another brick <laughs> uh, on the wall of worry, on the market's wall of worry. So that's set aside now. Uh, I guess the cautionary note should be the fact that with U.S. stock market, in, I mentioned the, the various market indices in the U.S. at, at all-time highs. Japan, its stock market made a, a new high <laughs> It took about 34 years to do it, but uh, its previous peak was in 1989. 
so it's back where it was then. Uh, Bitcoin is approaching its historical high. Investor sentiment is near all-time highs. All right, so that should that should ring the caution bell a bit, uh, as as Warren Buffett uh, famously said, "Be fearful when others are greedy, and be greedy when others are fearful." So I'll leave you with that uh, wisdom from Warren, uh, and thank you again for tuning in. Happy Leap Day again! I wish you a great March, successful investing. And don't forget my six P's of investment success, which are proper portfolio planning promotes positive performance. All right, folks, thanks again for tuning in to my Market Monthly Podcast. Again, I'm John Gardner. You can reach me anytime. I'm happy to help always. uh, Well, 888-985-PLAN. That's 888-985-7526 for PLAN. Happy to help if I can, and I hope you'll tune into my March Market Monthly Podcast at, at the close of the new month. Thanks again for tuning in.